Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Andrea, how are you doing? Uh, you know, I for the first time, I'd say I can't complain. That's my answer now. Wow. Is I can't go. I mean, I could, but I'm not going to. Okay. You can complain it. Can I ask, what is the plaster on the back of your hand for? Oh, I got bit by my boyfriend's cat. Okay. He's a mean fucking oh, asshole. Oh, shit. And did you have to, because I got bit by a stray cat and I nearly lost my hand. That's not even All an right, exaggeration. Don't I don't need to hear that. La, la, la. When did you get bit? Today. Oh, right. No, you've not swollen up yet. You'll be fine. Well, no. Okay. I mean, okay. Do you if, know? If you wake up at four in the morning and it's stinging, yes. go to the hospital. Go to the emergency department because I, yeah. I got bit by a cat. I went to bed. I woke up at four or five. It was stinging. My hand was the size of a football. You had a fever. I had a fever and I went yeah. to the hospital and they said, thank God you turned up now. If you'd have come in a few hours later, we, you would have lost your hand. They've got, well, I've got, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. <laughs> they got bacteria on their teeth, Andrea. I've got bacteria. Anyway, what's the cat called? His name is Johnny Karate. He's an <laughs> awful, fat little demon. And I try to get him to love me, and he never, he bites me all the fucking time. I mean, my boyfriend put uh, polysporin on it and cleaned it ASAP because. I know about cat bites. Okay, good. Yeah, All right, yeah, well. But... Not reckless like you. You have to have the poison sucked out. No. I don't. If you want me to make it. I cleaned it immediately. I did no. have to have it. I cleaned it immediately, and they said, it doesn't matter. As soon as it gets into your bloodstream, cleaning it is too late. I don't want to scare you, Andrea. You're oh doing God. it anyway. But Johnny Karate needs to be kicked out of a window. <laughs> I, he's horrible. You know what? Actually, the one of the first times I hung out at his apartment... Johnny Karate was running around like a fucking <laughs> lunatic and I was kind of goading him on and he ran and jumped and he almost <gasps> flew out the window. He got so close. He's a big cat, so he Holy like pivoted. Shit. But I was like, if I murder his cat within oh the first month of us dating, it's going to be a tough sell. But in retrospect... should have done it. It might have been for the best. It's like killing baby Hitler. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. I uh, I had a really old cat and she died when she got about twenty one and she died. But of I would always causes. I would always say like if I because I would then if I went on holiday I'd pay someone to come in and feed the cat. I'd always say if you come home and you find the cat is dead, can you please get me an identical cat <laughs> and not tell me that she died? Hey, you think that cat was twenty years old? Actually, it's been five different cats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, go on, Andrew. Sorry, what were you going to say? Well, you have children. Like, how do you deal with the pet dying narrative? Do you tell, well, like, has it happened yet? It, it, well, okay. We had a rabbit and mm -hmm. the first rabbit died. And we said that he escaped and I found an identical rabbit. But then mm -hmm. the second rabbit died. 
And I mean, the kids were like, how did they die? How are these rabbits dying so fast? They get intestinal worms. Um, They get like this weird bug. Rabbits are shit. And the boys are about, oh, well, what happened there? What the hell? Has she got Andrea? Are you still She's there? She's gone into the vortex. She's gone. What the hell? Did we bore her? Was it the ghost of the rabbit? Were we boring? You can't call rabbits shit on YouTube. Were we boring? <laughs> that is the cool. Imagine that. You get booked for an interview. Five minutes you go. Just going on about fucking cat. Nah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm out of here. Oh my god. We honestly, we've spent about eight months back and forth trying to get her, her on. We... She's just been sucked into the phantom zone. Kneel before Zod. <laughs> well, she, what do we do now? Will we, she come back? I just don't know. Well, she served her time. She ejector-seated herself, says James, <laughs> doesn't she? Um, oh. Well. <laughs> Awkward. Alistair reckons it was Putin. Uh, Putin, yeah. <laughs> Where's my Putin? Where's my Putin? I need my Putin. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so. Well, that's the end of the show, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Just think we made today's show is, is I, I, I posted the link for everybody, right? Because I thought, let's, let's, let's give everybody a little taster so that when it comes to, to Tuesday the 1st, everyone signs up to the Patreon. And... Um, and our first guest, gets, our first guest, buggered off, gets sucked off. Steady on, Catherine. You, you knew, you knew what you were saying. You knew what you were saying there. My kids are in the room next door. You knew what, what? you were saying. They're thinking of bum burglars. What was it that they were? Oh, no, let's not go there. No, let's not. What go they were doing there. the rhyming the other day. Oh yeah, the c word was said. Bunt, dunt, funt, okie dokie. Thank you very much. <laughs> And you can hear it coming a mile off and you're thinking, don't react, don't react, don't react. There it is. Don't react, don't react. Jen says, if I could leave every meeting like that guest, it would be awesome. I hope she's okay. Do you want to email her? Yeah. I mean, she's not in the waiting room or anything now, right? No, she, uh, no. She she left. <laughs> she, <laughs> didn't, she didn't fancy I it. I don't think it was her own volition. She didn't fancy it. Uh... She didn't fancy it. <laughs> And that's okay. I'm cool with that. She's not emailed me. Andrea, come back. No, or don't bother. If you don't fancy <laughs> it, you know. They do a podcast, Hot Mess Comedy Hour. It's filthy and it's very, very funny. Um, I've only got this email address. Will it work, do you think? <clears throat> yeah. All right, let's do this. It was like the vortex at the end of <laughs> uh, the adventure game. You're absolutely right. Gosh, well, that was a dramatic exit. Fair play. I've never seen that one before. Black bra. Um, all right, well, we'll open up Skype again, shall we? 0203 286 6370 is the phone number. Uh, uh, we're going to do some tarot reading, I think, mm. with Faith tonight. But I, um, let me move Zoom over here so I can see if she. Oh, here we go. Hello, Cola. Hello, Ian. Hello, Catherine. How are you? Hey. Oh, um, can we call you back? We think Andrea's coming back. No worries. Speak to you soon. Thank you very much. Thank you very much indeed. Okay. All right. All right. Admit. 
admit. How, how did she do that? That was the coolest exit I've ever seen. How did you do that? That was incredible. That was insane, man. You disappeared oh into God. a vortex. I thought my computer charger was in, but it fell out. Oh. <laughs> did you see the visual effect? Oh. She I wouldn't have not. seen it, no. You'll have to look back at the thing. You're like, you kind of went... Yeah, you, you travelled through time and space. Oh, my it God. Me being, it was me going off to the other world because of my infection from a cat bite. <laughs> That's what happens. How, apart from cat bites, how's everything going for you, Andrea? What's what's happening? I mean, I don't know. I think, I think that my life has semi-resumed some type of normalcy. Right. Um, you know, knock on wood. I think there's so much horrible, there's so many horrible things happening all the time that either I've just become so numbed out to them that I'm like, I'm fine. Um, or maybe things are coming around. I, I really can't, I can't tell. I mean, they're, they're lifting restrictions here for COVID. And so that's nice, but it's, it's weird. I mean, I feel weird about it. I know what you mean. We, here we're, we're, we're through COVID now, right? It's all finished. You don't have to isolate. You don't have to do anything. It's supermarket done. with no mask and stuff. Yeah. I don't like doing it. It feels wrong. How come it was bad last week, but this week we're all fine. It's just the yeah. weirdest thing. And you know, I still have people in my life who are, um, uh, compromised when it comes to their immune system. So I'm not ready to go back to normal yet. There's not really been a massive transition, has there? No. We, we, I mean, Boris Johnson has said we, we are the first country to beat it. Oh, That's yeah. insane. Or That's to insane. ignore it. But so, but so so you're in New York. And, and I mean, do you still have to have your pass? I think when we spoke to Henda, she was saying that you have to have a pass to go into shops. Is yeah. that still happening? If you, um, you need your vax, not shops, but like to go into a venue, a bar, a comedy show, you know, right. performing, you have to have your vax card and your ID. And so they're pretty adamant about that. That's not changing, I don't think, anytime soon. And have you done any shows? What's it like now? Oh, yeah. Um, I've been doing shows um, pretty much after the Omicron spike, after mm. our Christmas surprise. Um everything calmed down again and I perform like every week. And I mean, it's, people really need relief. I, the audiences are very like excited. I mean, that's been an interesting part of COVID is when we've been able to do comedy, there's been such desperate desire for joy that the audiences are really great. Um, so it's been, it's been good. I, I sort of like oscillate between being like, there's so many political things happening right now. Do I want to talk about them versus I don't want to talk about anything. I want to make fart jokes and, you know, base level gallows humor. Yeah. I need some relief. So it's, an, it's, it's, yeah, I'm very, I'm very grateful to be able to, to perform and socialize, but I feel like I'm, my brain's been put in a washing machine for five years. So I don't really know. Reliably. It's typical. It's, it's difficult to do topical comedy at the moment because there's nothing happening. Like there's, there's there's nothing going on. So what are you going to talk about? You might as well talk about farts. The world is so dull at this precise moment in history. Isn't well, it? but also real life is so ridiculous at the moment. How do you make fun of it? You know, there's it's... nothing happening, man. There's nothing happening. How's uh, the hot mess? How much of a hot mess is the hot mess at the moment? People are messier now, right? After two years of this shit. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, people are. Just, you know, recently. Post the link in the chat. 
people people are people are messy all throughout life um but actually a good friend of mine is about to come on the show who got sober about a month ago and you know i know you guys talk about sobriety and, and addiction mm-hmm. and obviously mental health has been uh, horrific for the past you know since covid before covid in the united states because of trump people have been spiraling but my friend got sober and then Three weeks later, her dad died oh, out no. of nowhere. Ouch. Just kind of like he had cancer. It didn't seem serious. And then it spread so quickly. And, you know, it's just she's 25 years old and, you know, such a little baby deer. And so it's like kind of a reminder that everything can just change so dramatically. So I think we're kind of being reminded of that because of the times that we're in. And also just because life is is like that. You know, so try to keep it light. We just had a, we're trying to keep it light, but we also just interviewed a friend of ours that had a bone marrow transplant. Holy during shit. COVID. And I'm like, there's these things that like, I, I feel like I can't complain because I'm talking to these people that have been through like unimaginable things. And I'm like, I can't do comedy. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah i'm i'm humbled and um impressed by people's strength you know maybe you need to do a spin-off that's not hot mess but like tiny gripes little niggles or something right. call it. i don't know like i can't read warm, books anymore warm I can't, gripes. seriously though i cannot concentrate on a book I don't, it's been a couple of years now i can't concentrate on a book anymore what the hell's going on with my brain i used to love them well, we, we do. I mean, I don't know if you're dating yet. I know that you're fresh out of a divorce. I'm not sure if you've started dating yet, but we started uh, criticizing, not criticizing, critiquing dating app profiles for people. Oh, wow. That's a great idea. Yeah. So it has been like a nice little reprieve, especially the men. I'm like, why are you putting this picture here? What you have horrible sunglasses on. I can't see your face. The picture is blurry. Are they still doing the fish thing, Andrea? Oh, I mean, the fish thing is big in Florida, not in in New York, but apparently because a friend of mine is going to visit Florida. So you can like set your profile for the, another location that you're going to, to like preamble your fuck journey. Um, (laughs) And she's like every single one fish picture, holding a fish, holding a fish, holding a fish. It's like, these things I think are like jokes to us, but real people yeah. do these things, yeah. and I'm like, I can't believe it. Because uh, I would not like a, I would not like a penis that smells of fish or tastes know. of fish or is oily. A man with fishy hands. No, I. Yeah. It's some hunter gatherer bullshit, but it's like, okay, I don't want a fish. I don't want a gun. I don't want a Confederate flag. Not that that's here, but like. It's a mess out there. It's- Jeez, you are very, very picky, Andrew, if is. I'm being honest. Know, those I three things. Can you not accept one of those things? That karate cat knows. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know. He knows. I, I, I guess Emily pointed out to me when we were talking about these dating app profiles is that, like, years ago, I did swipe right on someone who had a rifle wow. in his profile. Okay. But he was, like, a goth. So somehow I was like, okay, maybe it's, like, an ironic an ar- rifle? An artistic rifle. Yeah. Um, a poetic rifle. He did end up, he was a crust punk um, when he was younger and he lived in like, a, you know, kind of like a, I don't know, I guess like trap house, I guess you would say. Wow. Um, but him and his punk friends would beat up neo-Nazis. So I'm like, I don't hate the gun. 
if you're hitting a neo-Nazi with the butt of it on the temple, I don't... Did it it make you horny? That's the question. It made me interested. Okay. It made me curious. curious. Okay, that's a start. The gun itself was not, you know, I wasn't... Uh, wet from that but, okay but you were but you were you, you were lifting up the skirt a little bit she was interested I in was. his motives okay yeah what happens. so it's yeah it's, it's shocking what people it, it's still up. weird to us hearing you like talk about guy on on tinder with a gun you know that still makes things well andrew you're, you're canadian they don't have guns as a matter of course in canada right there's like hunting guns like it's a different situation like i have relatives who live out in the woods who have guns but not like a glock you know like you're not in vancouver you know no one's like they're trying to take my freedom like that's not really a type of personality that we have because we don't have guns you know a farmer might have a gun i've never the shit out of me when i see a policeman with a gun i've never seen a farmer with a gun yeah air police at the airports you know you don't you don't fuck around well actually i have a laugh with them um, do you know, I try not to look you at grab them. the gun as a joke. You wave it around. Like, I just I put my hand in my jacket. And go. Do you want to? Do you want to? I'm joking. Wow. Thank you for your service. I mean, I had a gun pulled on me as a joke. Oh shit! Ooh, fun times. Fun times. Um, in LA, uh, years back, I was staying at a me and my friend who I was on the road with another uh, female comedian. Um, we got stuck a place that we were supposed to stay fell through so she's like i can stay at my we can stay at my ex-boyfriend's just you know, so you know he's a little unhinged oh god and i was like you know what um beggars can't be choosers you know she's like he's not dangerous but he's very high strung um and i'm like okay all right i can handle that and we get there and he actually has a really nice place it's mm-hmm. like immaculately clean um, he also sews, so it's very like Betty Crocker. Like he's got all his craft projects. The the fridge is stocked with seltzer, and I'm like, this is fucking great. Like yeah. I love this guy. Um, but she didn't really mention the gun fascination, oh, and then we and so I was starting to feel comfortable. L.A. is a very weird place. It's everyone's kind of nuts and you know, everyone acts like they're really great and happy, but they're deeply unhappy. Mm. So it's like a weird, it's an odd line to toe. Um, so I kind of relaxed and then we got high with, and we ordered Chinese food and we're eating and we're having a lot of fun. And I was like, this guy's fine. You know, he's intense, but he's a fine, he's a good guy. And then he was like, guess how many guns are in this room? Oh, God. Like, oh, God. And now I'd gotten high. So, like, I was like, well, now I'm high. And you're talking about guns. So I'm freaking out. And I was like, I don't know, like, one. And then he was like, there's one over there in that oh. drawer. And there's one there. And there's one there. And, like, I've got ten in my jacket. You know, like, there were so many fucking guns in the room. And so I, like... And a little backstory on this guy, his his dad was military and, like, clearly abusive. Right. So I think the guns made him feel, like, safe. I think he grew up with it. So I right. think that was how he sort of, like, protected himself or felt safe. But I was like, I don't want to see these guns. Like, he kept trying to talk about – you know when people are like, it's an antique rifle, and they're talking about the handle, and I'm like, no, this isn't, like, artistry. This isn't Antiques Roadshow, like <laughs> – 
you're a man am I in I'm in this house with you and you're talking about guns so he kept bringing up this one like antique shotgun that Jesus he had. What a and prayer. he couldn't fucking stop talking about it and he kept trying to like infer that he wanted to show us and I kept being like I don't want to see it do not bring that gun out and of course he brought it out because he's fucking batshit and like my friend saw me she was like I've never seen you move so quickly he came in with it and I just stood up and like grabbed it and pretended like oh let me see the oh I'm gonna look at the handle like I was pretending that I was so fascinated with the gun but really I was like I don't want you holding the gun I don't want you waving the gun you know so I'm just holding a shotgun my friends like sitting on the couch we're all high I'm like this just became the worst situation possible um and then he kept talking about it and he was very like affectionate about it like you know some men are with cars yeah yeah it was very like this one is this and this is the story he didn't call it she did he Uh, no but like almost that you know what I mean and so I eventually was like you have to put that gun away and I don't want you to bring out any of these guns and then he got very upset like I think that he really wanted to show us the guns but I also think the fact that I said don't bring it out and he brought it out anyways I feel like he was getting off on the fact that I was like very nervous yeah yeah liked that I said don't do it and he did it anyways like it was this type of very like military repressed like I like to sew and everything's under control and this room is filled with doilies and guns and like doilies and guns and doilies like, in guns that's a book yeah. that's a book I'd read it was so bizarre and so he went to bed and I was on the couch and I was facing his bedroom door and I stayed up the whole fucking night I'm like he's gonna come out with that gun uh-huh. he's gonna come out with that gun and be like hey bitch what do you think about this gun now and then blow my fucking head off Jesus um so the next we were supposed to stay with him the next night and we had a flight out the early morning and i was just like we're sleeping at the airport like we finished our show we drove to the airport at 11 p.m and just laid on the floor until 6 a.m because i'm like nope nope i'm not gonna die not today satan not with this fucking guy so why did your friend split up with him he sounds like a great guy All of the guns. There's no room in your life for me. <laughs> I mean, he was also very clearly still in love with her. He went to oh. Trader Joe's and got all of her favorite groceries. Like, I was like, oh, I get why you left this guy. Because he's obsessed with you. And, with and he God. has guns. And yeah, guns. that's a combo. And I'm like, nope, Mm-mm. I'm not going to die. Not, not. Not while I'm high eating Chinese food in some guy's shitty house. That's a that's a that's a news story you can see, quite isn't it? Yeah. Yes, you know, fuck it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hell, gun talk sounds so alien to us because it ain't. I think I don't think. I'm trying to think if I've. Well, I worked on a film they had guns years and years ago, but I've never seen I've never seen someone with a gun, you know, apart Not from Not waving cops. it about. No, no I've never, never, seen, never seen anyone with a gun. God. It's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. How is How long have you been doing hot mess comedy for? Uh, I think maybe almost seven years now. Jesus, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We started the podcast when we were 25 years old. Babies. Have you ever had anyone on that's left you speechless with just how messy their life has been where you go, okay, well, I don't know what to, how to respond to that? Um, yeah, I mean, we've had people on who have been molested by family members. Those ones are always very difficult. Mm-hmm. Not that, like a lot of these survivors are actually really well-spoken, um, but like, I don't know, this is like, you don't think about this often, but like when someone's talking through the process of their father having sex with them, mm-hmm. like you don't think about that aspect of it. Your brain just kind of like divorces it from you. So when a person is telling you directly like how it happened, you're like, ooh, ooh, yeah, like yeah. It, it's so like horrific. So that those interviews have both been like my favorites because they're so taboo, but also so common. Like it's, it's such a high number of people who are molested by family members. So I think it's like nice, good to have like victims have a space to explain yeah, it, but of course. it's also something that we just never talk about. So like you leave the interview being like, Oh my God, like, yeah. Fuck. But that's a privilege. That's I because I've just started tr- working as a counselor or training to be a counselor, okay. and I'm hearing really intimate stuff yeah. like that, yeah. and it's shocking and it's upsetting and it's horrific and all those things. But I do think it's a privilege mm. that yeah. someone has said, "Right, I'm going to trust you with this," you know, in yeah. the counseling room or on a podcast. They've they've like, "Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm comfortable enough with you. I'm going to tell you this shit." Mm. Yeah, I mean, I feel those are the interviews that we prepare for the most you know we have a list and an outline and we go like is if there's anything we don't you don't want to do we'll cut it out or we won't go there like to me that's the most um important type of interview that we'll do so I treat and and yes like I treat it's also like as a comedian to know where the line is when asking questions or Mm. making jokes about something like that like I don't want to step over the line in any capacity but a lot of these people have been so they're so dark because of what's happened to them that they're often like really funny. Um, So, so those interviews have definitely been 
they stick in my mind. One guy, this isn't even like, I don't know if I would constitute this as a hot mess, but it just like floored me. It was a friend of ours who was French. Um, He's a comedian. He's a musician. He plays the saxophone. He's like a very, he's kind of like a character out of a book. You know, when you meet a person who's just like a real oddball Mm. and I had been on a show with him um, and he went before me and he called up a woman in the audience and she ran up onto the stage and then he just started to kiss her passionately. He like dipped her and was making out with her and was like, this is the love of my life. Like it was so crazy. And so we had him on the podcast and I was like, what the fuck was that? And okay. So he made a Twitter account called modern Proust which was him tweeting in in a funny way in the voice of Proust, the philosopher. Yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously he just assumed that like other philosophy nerds would be, you know, the main audience for it. But some like hot babe from <laughs> France started like messaging him and retweeting him and you know like engaging with him online all the time and then they started you know they get on the whatsapp and they're messaging there and like sending pictures and then it becomes like sexual and romantic um but she's like i want to say 20 years old okay Okay. and how old is he I want to say like 27, 28 at the time. Oh, okay. okay. So it's, it's like, it's in the range, but I don't love it. But yeah. I, yeah. you know, so then they start this like love affair and he, um, he flies her from France to New York. This is, this like, is nuts as the, the guy with the gun and the Chinese food. Right, right. Someone, like Someone's it's just, waving something around, sure. He's, he's <laughs> right. And he's telling us this like it's totally normal. And he's like, I love her and I flew her. Like, I'm like, this is, what the fuck? I had no idea. I had no idea about any of this. So I just think that he's, you know, making out with some chick on a, at a comedy show. And then I get this whole long love yeah. story. and she moves to New York for them to be together and then she's there and they just don't connect whatsoever. Oh, like, you know, when you talk yeah. uh, online and there's like a, a texting rapport. Oh. So she's great written down, but not so much speaking. Zero chemistry. She's also fucking 20. She's fucking 20 years old. What is she going to do there? Mm. You're a comedian and a saxophone player. What is she going to stay at home and, Clean your saxophone, like listen to you play the blues. Gonna play no the blues. You're a baby of twenty. Yeah, yeah. No one thought any of it through. I mean, it was like the French. I mean, you guys interact with French people probably more regularly than I do, but well. like they're so you're like unless I don't have to. But <laughs> I mean, so- we do, we we're closer to the French than you are, but it's not like. You know, we're hanging out. All right, Pierre. Well, I, I did live in Paris you, for a while. It you, was speak an interesting, yeah, you speak French. You speak French. Interesting yeah. situation. I mean, yeah. I just, I just think that they're the, and I've had, I've, I've had relations with a few Frenchmen. Um, they're so persistent, mm-hmm. or um, well, and yeah. they're, they're romantic in a way that seems fake. Like the way that he was talking was mm-hmm. so like. I cannot sleep. I can't eat. All I think about is, and I'm like, what the fuck. Don't yeah, you have yeah, a yeah. dog? Like, what do you mean? 
Yeah, you're right about the French thing. I remember complaining to my housemate. I was like 23 or something when I lived in Paris and my landlady was ancient. She was 36. And I remember thinking that she was really worldly and sophisticated, you know, and she was just the classic Parisienne kind of stylish woman. Mm -hmm. And I said, I find it really weird, all these staring men on the train and, you know, they follow you and they give you the wrong direction so they can walk around again. They make these noises like behind you and all this shit, right? What is that? She goes, what is this part of the beautiful thing of being a woman and I was like what the fuck even then I knew that was nonsense yeah gorgeous I love that I love feeling like I'm being pursued by Pepe Le Pew yeah (laughs) it's awful it's it's awful I mean okay what did they think was gonna happen you're gonna turn around and go actually yeah you're right you're right come on eat me out (laughs) right now boy I have a really I have a story that kind of makes me look bad when it comes I don't even know I'll say this yeah I agree with you. Don't follow women. Don't hiss at them. Don't talk to them when they're alone. That but, being said, but yes, one time I was walking home in Brooklyn and a French guy started to be like, hey, excuse me, excuse me. And I was like, Mm-mm, not on my watch. And so I kept walking faster and then he kept walking faster and I was like, oh, okay he does seem like he might actually be lost. So mm-hmm. I turned and I looked at him. He was really hot. He was really hot. And I was like, all right, how, can I help you? And he goes, oh, where's the subway? And I'm like, all right, it's this way. I'm walking in that direction. I'll point you that way. Um, and then we start talking. By the way, I was still drinking pretty heavily during this time period. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was intoxicated and we start talking and he's a bit, bit, bit. he's doing the whole French thing. And, you know, uh, by the time we got to my apartment, I invited him up for a house. <laughs> okay. And but did he, he find the subway? He, oh, well, he, he found the subway. All right. He found that tunnel. He found the A train. Uh, wow. The A train as well. Okay. That's right. The V train, the A train, the M train, all the trains. Um, <laughs> And then we had a glass of wine, we hooked up, and then I sent him off into the night. So Beautiful. it's an anomaly. It is an anomaly. It's not a rule. The but exception I will that proves like, the rule. Sometimes it, sometimes it works. Okay, he so if you're, you are allowed to do it if you are hot and not a murderer. Yep. Jim, okay. Jim says in the chat, Zuta law. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. But he also, he also, yes, he was talking to me, but he was also like, I am not following you. I do not want to. Like, he was like, I'm not trying anything. But really, he was like, I'm not trying anything unless you want to. We should say, because there will be people listening to this as a podcast. If you want to, we're talking about the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. If you want to go and find out what it is, it's a podcast. So yes. go and look for it. And But also, if you want to go to hotmesscomedyhour.com, hotmesscomedyhour.com, uh, you can hear uh, even more of this. Yes, we've yeah. had both of you together on the podcast. We'd love a return. I feel we we would love to. I feel that we were a little bit tame though, because having listened to more of your shows, I feel like we were the the tame I've British le- people. I've led a very sheltered life. I have minor gripes, really. It's not really a hot well, mess. Well, well, once uh, a late, I saw a lady's nipple. Once and, I tore a man. Uh, I, I told a man to please desist with that behavior. <laughs> no, but it's you know. Uh, I, so I feel that we let you down. We need to. You we know, need to go some heavy I mean, shit. 
this is what I'm saying though. It's like, we do have, and, and also we're in our thirties now. And so I'm not letting Frenchmen in my apartment because I know a little better, but like, we do have a range of guests. You know, we have uh, people who are going through real adult shit. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, we have our 20 year olds who are, you know, doing whatever the fuck they do. Um, so like it has evolved as a show where we like to showcase sort of like, you know, we've, we've, hopefully matured as people i would fucking have fuck. you fuck have uh, you fuck andrea Jesus. i don't know i don't know but um but so i think that i think that like i like the slices of all different parts of people's lives mm-hmm. i don't i'm not it's not just a party girl show but um it's but like yeah. with all it's like you know with with all good tv dramas like you need to have a dull episode yeah so that so the the rest of the episode seemed juicier. What, you see, what you're saying is we're doing everybody a favor. We are doing a favor okay. by bringing. I don't think in. you were dull. You guys, your lives were uh, in shambles when we talked. To you. <laughs> I don't remember if I'm honest. I was uh, I was snorting is, heroin. Are, is, you, are your show. lives as in shambles as they were? Oh, mine's got worse. Yeah, really? Yours has got worse. Yeah, oh mine's God. got worse because other people have got involved now. Like talking about, you know, other people bringing their shit to my my yeah. already shitty situation. So because uh, of your, because of your separation from your husband. No, well, actually, do you know what I found? We're fine. The initial yeah. the, the 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 family is fine. Yeah, it's just other people. There are some people who've got a real problem with it. A yeah. real problem with it, and of course, it's more about obviously what's going on in their lives. But yeah. we're kind of having to either tolerate shitty behavior or nurse other people through a situation that we were already kind of working very hard to stabilize. So it's, uh, it's challenging, let's say it's challenging. Uh, Politically, that's a political word, challenging. Yeah. Well, that's exactly it. And it's also, I, I feel like I can't share too much because it's not my shit to share. You know, I don't mind telling you certain things about my life if it's completely about me, but there are other, it's like a little spider. Yeah. Children and, and yeah, it's, yeah. I'm 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 currently dating a civilian, as we like to call them, um, so non-entertainer, non-public person, mm. and so I do. And he's a little older than I am, and he's got a real, real person job. Um, so I do kind of have to like be like, all right, what am I saying about our relationship? What am I? Yeah. You know, I mean, do you use names? Us? If you don't use names, does that give you more freedom, or you have to be more? You know, it's it's tricky. It's, yeah, it's tricky. I'm yeah. do, I'm having a great time. I'm fine. Oh yeah. yeah, you I'm seem fine. great. Actually, you're on the up, aren't you? I'm having a great time. You know, uh, it's my turn. Everything is all right. I could do with a bit more money. Could do with some work. But apart from that, Andrea, I'm sorted. Oh, I'm done. Okay. Literally, he's sorted and done. He had a vasectomy this week. Uh, what did you have uh, to tell her about? My you penis? told everyone else. Yeah, but you're going to keep... lose your balls, and I'm going to lose my hand. <laughs> there we go. I kept my balls, but I have a little tiny hole in my balls, which Does I would. It hurt? Does it affect me hurt? No, it was it was it was fine. It takes about fifteen minutes now, and you you kind of go in and they numb your nuts, and you're there with your nuts and your dick out, and um and I'm wearing a you know mask, and about five minutes into it, the nurse says, "Have you been on the TV?" And I and I went, "Really now?" She went, "Yeah." I said, "Okay, yeah, I, I was on. I'm a celebrity, and I I stole some straw." You're the strawberry guy. What was that like doing that show? What was that? And I'm there Busy. with my dick out and a guy, you know, rummaging around inside cutting tubes and stuff. It was... Um, God. People have no shame. They no. have no shame. But it's, it, you know, it was... But it's fine. It was a week ago. It's a little bit numb. I, no, not numb. Sorry. It's, it's a little bit achy, but that's that's it. I'm, I might... 
I might try masturbating over the weekend. Okay. See how that oh. goes. Big big weekend. I'll, say, I'll, I'll let I'll let I'll let you all know. Yes. How that one go? Go on Twitter and give us a full, you know, tweet by the minute. I mean, yeah. I I Maria Bamford. Do you know Maria Bamford? She's an American comedian. I know the name. Yeah. I know the name. Let me just She's Google really the face. Funny. Um, and but she talks about mental illness quite a bit. She's been in and out of mental hospitals throughout her career. Um, I don't know what her specific illness is, but she's I know, yeah. she's very funny. Um, but she does talk about like she's quite famous in the United States, and she said that like she was in a mental hospital wearing the little grippy socks and the gown, and someone was like, "Oh my God, are you Maria Bamford? Wow, like, God, are you fucking kidding me right now?" <laughs> like. It's, yeah, people have no. People are so bizarre around. I, any- I felt kind of flattered that I still got it. I have a friend who was a newsreader <laughs> yeah. on a children's show, right? A newsreader on a children's show. She was having a baby. Oh. Happened to her when she's got, you know, she's in the in the worst possible way. <laughs> what are fucking pussies getting ripped yeah, off? She went, oh, they're recognising me from that. <laughs> Andrea's warmed up, ladies and gentlemen. Andrea's warmed up. We got there. I don't. Yeah. Oh, people, that is a terrifying people are weird, aren't they? Uh, who've, so uh, the the hot mess comedy hour is the podcast. Are you you're still connected with Keith and Hemda? Are you still doing stuff with them? No. You've you've fallen out with those bastards now. You've seen the light. Mm, no, have comment. you fallen out? Um, holy I shit! I wouldn't say you know. I, I I'll be diplomatic. Is that I I was not able to work with them near the end of 2020 because of finances. You know, okay. we okay. had a studio that wasn't being used and, you know, they're all remote now. So having a producer is not really. Okay. Um, well, I hope I haven't brought up anything uncomfortable or. No, or, no, or... it's okay. Um, but, I, but, you know, it's also, it was just, it was a very difficult time and everyone was going through a lot. So yeah. I think relationships were definitely strained, I would oh, say. Shit. But... I'm sorry. Understood. Sure. Understood. Yeah. Um, who have you got coming up on, on the, how, how far in advance do you record them? Who have you got coming up? Uh, so we had, I mean, we had a really great guest. Um, her name was Onika McLean and, uh, she's a, a, a black woman who, uh, is a single mom and she was really going into like abusive relationships and how she got out of one and all the process there. And now like where her head is being single for the first time in her, in her life, really. Mm. Um, so that was a really good in- interview. Um, let me see who else. I mean, we had, uh, we're having my friend whose dad just died. We got a lot of bummer episodes on the pipe, down the pipeline. Um, but uh, we're having her next week. And, you know, I, we are doing a lot of episodes with the two of us, um, right. which I, I like a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I like love those. the best, but I'm sure you guys feel the same way. Like you have such a natural rapport. And um, I think a lot of the thing that people like about the show is our relationship. Yeah. They want to spend time with you yeah, and yeah. other people. Yeah. That's cool. That's, it took us a long time to work that yeah, out. They that's want to spend the thing. Time with you us. kind of have to think of it like they're coming to your house for your party. And if you want to introduce them to your friends, that's cool. But they've oh. come for you. That's the, that's yeah. the point, isn't it? I mean, I, we kind of went through this thing and, and I love booking new guests and having new people on the show. I'm out in the comedy scene all the time. So I see people that I find really interesting and, and, you know, there's people who are so funny and they just nail it. There's like an immediate rapport with us. And then a lot of the time there's people who are fucking boring. And 
or they don't listen to the show or it's just not a, you know, a, a connection. And now I'm bored on my own fucking show yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and I don't want to put that shit out. Yeah. I don't no, like, but, but then there's the political thing of, well, they're going to expect an episode. I got to put something out. Otherwise yeah, they're going to realize yeah. that there's something amiss, you know? And then you say there was sound issues and then you just, Noted. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this is why years ago we were fortunate enough that we only got guests that we liked. You yeah. know, we yeah. would get people that were, for a while we were just going through our record collection or we would get people that we, you know, and getting and that, people that we liked and it makes say, it all different. Exactly. And that was unusual in radio because normally there's a little, you know, that you scratch my back, we'll, we'll get scratch the email. Out. Such and such has got a book out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, fuck, fuck anyone with a book. Yes. Author- never say anything about their goddamn lives. They always go, we're an open book. Ask me anything. And then you ask them one simple fucking question and they shit the bed. I will never, ever have a book. Also when it's that transactional sometimes, they don't want to be there. They're doing it because they've been bullied into doing it by their publicist. We don't really know why they're here because it's not something we've, you know, looked at before. We don't do it. It's everyone just being either polite or bored. It's so boring. I actually, one time on Keith and the Girl, there was an author, a woman who wrote a book about um, BDSM. Um, and like, you know, have one story. If you wrote an entire fucking book about yeah. BDSM, have one story about hanging from meat hooks or whatever weird shit that you got into. And it was just like, one time my husband choked me and I'm like, this is New York City. Baby. <laughs> Everyone's choking everyone. I'm choking people when I'm going to get a coffee. Come on. What the fuck are you talking about? You wrote a whole book about this? And then he kept being like, well, you know, it's private. I'm like, I could open your book and read this out because you put it into the world. What do you yeah. yeah. People and a lot of, Yeah. I mean, I think you guys hit the nail on the head too. A lot of things are PR moves. Yeah. And these PR people have no fucking idea what they're talking about. They don't you care. Have- They've got a list. I've got them on this show, this show, this show, this show. My job's done. I'll have my paycheck, please. Yeah. That's you have one brain cell if you work in PR and you don't give a fuck about making your guests look good, about, you know, the quality of this person's, you know, this, this is my livelihood. I care about this so much. You just send these duds my way. So we kind of are doing now what you did where we have our favorite people. We yeah. know they're funny. They're kind of like characters in our universe. Yeah. And it's, not, it's just not stressful. Like, I don't want to be stressed out by anyone. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. On that bombshell, Andrea... Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you so it's so lovely to, it took us uh, dear, dear listener it took us fucking months yeah. to sort this out because either side would kind of get distracted by something else and then three months later we go oh shit and, and so you would email us and then we'd forget and then we'd email you and it just we went on we even sent over a violent cat to try and like pin you yeah, down yeah did you do this? <laughs> yes, We've, baby. We have our sources. Yes, we did, I'm baby. I'm going to tweet at you. If I lose the hand, I'm going to tweet at you. <laughs> Let me know. If you, if you wake up and it's stinging, it's too late. You're fucked. No, I'm a hypochondriac. You can't say things like this to me. It's lovely to see you, Andrea. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's lovely you. to see you. <laughs> Stay safe and send our love to Emily. We'll see you again soon. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. All right, there we go. Um, I love her so much. When we met in New York, I was terrified of her. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I was terrified of... But... Let's get serious. Serious. Serious time. Serious time. Serious time. <laughs> serious time. Uh, if you're listening to that, hotmesscomedyhour.com is the place to go. Uh, look uh, for Hot Mess Comedy, where you get all of your podcasts. She's great. Hi. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.